Hello and welcome to Divine Downloads. I'm your host, Cassandra Bodzak, and we are here to help you clear your overwhelm, your fear, your anxiety, and help you get the clarity, momentum, and next steps you need to truly move forward. And I'm super excited about today's podcast because it's just a straight download, channeling, riff um, from a client session I had this morning. And, and that's primarily what I work with my clients on, I think, to distill it in a really clear way is I help them really get past that fear, the self-sabotage, the overwhelm that can come up when we're wanting big things out of our life, when we're, you know, have, you know, our, our purpose and our mission and we want to get to that next level and we often just get stuck and we get stagnant. And so what I help do with my clients as well as my intention for all of my work, including this podcast, is to provide you with tools and wisdom that help you find that clarity and get into that place of momentum so that you know what your intuitive next steps are and you find your own flow so that you can really have that life that lights you up. And so today's episode, I want to talk about how finding your unique flow is actually your biggest life hack. And it's something that is, you know, the society that we grew up in, the quote unquote patriarchy, let's say, has a very one size fits all model that we're all playing into and we're seeing it in health and we're seeing it in our workplace. And even the most intuitive and tapped in and conscious of us are still kind of falling prey to this outdated model and it's tripping us up. And so I had a great chat about this with my client this morning and I shared a little bit about it based on um, also the lesson for my miracle mastermind that we're working on right now. And I wanted to hop on here just because I felt so fired up. And I feel like this is a message that you need to hear right now. I think we all need to hear this right now. I need to hear myself say it again to remind myself of it as well. So before we dive into that, which I'm super, super juicy, I do want to remind you, I'm really, really excited about this 72 hour clarity breakthrough I'm offering. Um, I am now offering instead of just having the six month long term mentorship with me, allowing you to have a literally a weekend breakthrough, because I feel like time is money right now, my clients do not want to be bleeding any more time, um, or money, <laughs> resources, staying stuck, staying stagnant, they want that clarity, they want to get into momentum, and they want it like yesterday. <laughs> so I've created this offering that is literally me and you walking through my process to help you get out of your fears, get out of your self-sabotage and your overwhelm, really find that clarity for the next steps, and then walk away with a real game plan to help you integrate that into your life. So if that sounds like something that might be interesting to you, or you resonate with a lot of my podcasts, then I highly suggest just clicking the link below, filling out an application, and we'll get back to you about, you know, what is the best fit for you at this time if, you know, the 72-hour session makes sense or if one of our other offerings is more aligned. So check that out. Um, don't wait, right? Your life is waiting for you. <laughs> so anyway, let's get back into honor your unique flow. So first thing, you know, when we, we think about health, and this was also, I was listening to a podcast earlier this week, uh, Drew Perrett's uh, Broken Brain with Elizaviti, who I also love, um, who I think I want to ask to be on this podcast, actually. Side note, guys, I think I'm going to start inviting guests onto the podcast again, and she's someone that I'm really interested in, so stay tuned. Um, if you guys have any other guests that you feel would be super exciting, um, feel free to screenshot yourself listening to this, post it on your Instagram stories and mention who would be an awesome guest. Um, I'm going to politely decline anyone pitching themselves. Uh, I get a ton of self-pitch emails and um, that's really just not, not how this goes. Um, I really like to hear from you guys and obviously from my own intuition and inspiration about, you know, who you want to hear 
and trust that if you are out there and you're sharing your message with the world, this could be a whole other podcast, <laughs> but if you're out there and you're sharing with the message of the world and you're doing good work, trust that if you're meant to be on this podcast or another podcast, someone else will pitch you and say, hey, I love what so-and-so is putting down and putting out there in the world. Um, that's how I've gotten introduced and been on a ton of podcasts is just from one of you beautiful people that love another podcast, love my podcast, and said, hey, I would love to hear you and Cass riff on this, or I think Cassandra would be a great guest on your podcast. So you supporting the women that light you up, you supporting the people that have interesting conversations, and you being on purpose um, will align that if it's meant to be aligned. Onwards and upwards, let's talk about this unique rhythm. So the patriarchy or the masculine model of things is how so many of the the structures in our world right now are are working right so for instance the 9 to 5 workday is based on a male's biology for you know so Alyssa Vidi talks about this in that podcast this was kind of what you know got me going a couple days ago which i already knew from my my work as a health coach <clears throat> is that you know, men have one rhythm. They have their circadian biology rhythm and they have the same rhythm every day. And so because of this, having the same routine every day, let's say waking up at 5 a.m., going to the gym, having their shake or whatever, going to work, you know, you know, having a, going to bed at a certain time at night, right, really works for them. Like consistency routine really works for them in that way. Same, similarly, opposite with women, we have a different cycle. Not only do we do, we still have that circadian cycle, but we have a, a, a more prominent cycle, which is our moon cycle. And so, you know, for those of you guys that have been following a lot of divine feminine leaders or people talking about this work, they talk about the different phases of your moon cycle and how you're in a different energy pretty much in every phase. And so, this is just one of the concepts, right? And I'm gonna I'm gonna mention a couple concepts to illustrate this point of we have a unique rhythm. So just off the bat, as females, we have a different biology and rhythm to what works for us energetically and physically. And so that even goes to say, you know, it's a very interesting podcast where she also talks about how a lot of the research when you're hearing some of this trendy stuff about like keto or intermittent fasting or high intensity interval training, the research is done on men and postmenopausal women who don't have the moon cycle, right? And this cycle shifts whether or not that stuff is going to be helpful for you, depending on what point in your cycle. It may work, it may not. We are not as clear cut as men are. To take that to another level, this is also why I love astrology and human design. Because astrology, you know, when you look at your natal chart, you are truly able to see a visual representation of your uniqueness. You are able to see, oh my god, I have this conjunct this and I have Saturn in this and my moon in this and and you're able to see the vastness of your complexity and your uniqueness, right? Regardless of what your chart actually says, by reading your chart and seeing all the different configurations, you already have this realization of wow, I am built differently than so-and-so, right? Then my partner, I'm built differently than my, my mom or my girlfriend, right? And so while, you know, it's, it's interesting because it's almost like we, we dive into this individuality to come back into oneness, right? Just hold that thought, right? About we dive into our individuality to return to our oneness, right? But, but so we're going to, bookmark that and go back to okay so now what we're able to see for those of you who have ever had your natal chart read right and again I love looking at this with clients I like using these with these tools as reinforcements to help someone honor their unique rhythm a lot of you may have had the experience if you ever had your chart read of uh, you're feeling like oh my god this person knows me Oh my God, they've explained reasons why I've had certain tendencies perhaps my whole life and never, 
you know, new. And so the interesting thing is, is that the, let's call it this old school society says, well, these are good tendencies and these are bad tendencies. So, you know, for instance, uh, I have a lot of Pisces in my chart, right, which has made me always very much a daydreamer. And, and what that looked like sometimes in school was the teacher would call on me and I would be so lost in my own thoughts that I wouldn't even realize that they were calling on me, right? Which obviously is not rewarded <laughs> in our society, right? And and similarly, even, even to like go to the bigger picture where there is, let's say, um, amongst previous generations especially, there was just kind of like, oh, well, if you're a lawyer or a doctor or have like one of these jobs, that's a great job. If you say you want to become an artist or you want to do whatever, then it's a little bit more like, oh, okay, they're taking it, you know, it's not praised as much, you know, a lot of, um, you know, if you're like, I want to study literature or whatnot, right, depending on the family you were raised in, but overall as a society, it's not the same as you know, if, if, you know, someone is like, oh, you know, um, oh, they're studying to be this doctor, right? It gets a lot more applause. And so even like, oh, like I'm going to be a CEO of something or whatnot, right? We have kind of these like good and bad like metrics of like what's acceptable in our society instead of honoring, oh, wait, you're an, your individual expression of self is meant to contribute in that way and that's beautiful right and so we're trained from an early age that there's a right and there's a wrong way to do things and so even bringing it back to a lot of these biohacking entrepreneur hacking kind of mythologies that are like every day you got to start your day at like 5 a.m and you got to do this and you got to do that and you should work out and you should do an ice bath and all that stuff right um, they're excellent for men. And, uh, and they, a lot of them, if not all of them work for men. But as women, and I would say I would, I would venture to say for most men, because even within the realm of getting outside of that rhythm, you know, men are not all the same, either. Right? Um, men are not all the same either, and have their own unique path as well. But let's say from a biological standpoint, a lot of these things are more geared to a male's biology than to a female's biology. But let's say a woman is in her menstrual cycle and wants to and feels like she needs to sleep late and doesn't feel like she's going to be as productive that day, wants to maybe journal or walk in the park or, or whatnot. In our society, we would have ourselves feel often guilty or shameful for that or feel like we're not being productive or, man, like we lost a day or, you know, <laughs> whatever the crazy stuff that we tell ourselves is, instead of honoring, oh, wow, this is the most beneficial thing I can do today to be in flow with my natural rhythms and understanding that that in of itself is a superpower. So let's take us to a whole other level and just follow me with this because the overall download that I'm having you integrate by listen to this, by listening to this is greater than the individual parts, okay, if that makes sense. So I'm going to, I'm going in these little directions to plant these seeds so that you're integrating a deeper truth that's a bigger truth, right? So we've talked a little bit about astrology, we've touched a little bit on the biology, you know, human design. For those of you that know human design, there's different energy types in human design you may have heard of. Um, manifester, manifesting generator, projector, reflector, right? Another tool coming here to show us we have our unique rhythm. And again, why do people love it? Why is it so helpful for them? Because, for instance, when I found out I was a manifester, I'm a 6'2 manifester with a splenic authority, for those of you guys who know what that is, it made so much sense to me why I had been the way I had already been my whole life. And it had relieved so much judgment and shame that I had put on myself. 
Because for instance, as a manifester, we're like something like 10% of the population. So most people don't work the way we do. I.e., most people writing self-help books, most people developing programs, most people creating any sort of one-size-fits-all method that doesn't honor your individuality are not writing it for me, right? So just that perspective alone is like, okay, so now we take that, we all have our unique energy signatures. You know, if you're a male, you're female, you have different biological signatures, energy signatures within your biology, depending on your astrology that you came in with. Also, different signatures going on, right? And then you have someone that will come in and say, or a lot of, you know, for the sake of marketing and for the sake of, you know, mass production or whatnot, say, well, you know, you should be eating this, getting up at this time and working in this format. And it's just not true. And then we feel, even if you're, let's say, not reading, maybe you don't, maybe you're not into those books. Maybe you're not reading one of those books that's saying, if you wake up by 5 a.m. and get X, Y, and Z done, you're going to be more successful <laughs> or whatever. Or if you need to eat this, da da da, da whatever. Um, maybe you've already, I'm going to give you, I think most of you guys are already at the point where you realize you recognize bio-individuality. You recognize that, you know, you run a little bit differently than others. You're following your intuition more, right? But what happens is there's still so much collective shame and judgment, right? Energetically, and I will speak to this from experience, that I remember for gosh, the first few years of my business, I followed these very masculine instructions of how a successful entrepreneur should operate. I got about the crack of dawn. You know, I did my, you know, my meditation and my powering up exercises. I, you know, made myself whatever, you know, whatever breakfast and, you know, worked out or whatever, right? I did my thing that I thought was like the program based on some you know, I don't even know where I got it from. You know, it's, maybe it was Tony Robbins or Tim Ferriss or um, the Miracle Morning. I can't even remember how, how from Miracle Morning. Um, but I followed this and I didn't understand why I was feeling horrible. And it wasn't feeling right. And I remember I got to this one point where I had an aha and I was like, dude, I created my own business so I could honor my own cycles. And in my energy signature, I, I happen to work better in fits and starts. So I may have a week where I'm massively productive, where I'm working nonstop, where I'm like, go, 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 go. And I have a mission and I'm getting a project done. When I get a download for a course, when I get a download for a book or a podcast or a project of any sorts, I'm like, go, 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 no sleep till Brooklyn, <laughs> right? And then what happens is once I, you know, once I put it out in the world, once I, you know, complete it to whatever level it is, I hibernate excuse me, I, you know, I might take a few days off social media, I will sleep in late, I will spend more time meditating and journaling and reading and being in my own space to recuperate for the next one. Similarly, I might have certain days where, you know, yesterday, I went to the botanical gardens with my girlfriend, we did a meditation, we did some journaling, we had more of like a heart centered conversation about life and work and stuff like that. And then today I have clients and I'm recording podcasts and I have, you know, a bunch of different things on my agenda to do. Today is going to be a much more work, work, work day. And for me, having that balance of having one day where I can have a very light day and, and more of a self-care day and the other next day where it's a very productive day really works for my energy. Instead of, you know, let's say someone, um, you know, that works nine to five every day and then at five goes and socializes every day and so some people's energy is really vibe with that whether you're working in a, a office setting or you're working for yourself right some people's energy is really 
like for instance human design generators right um and and um and men in general right work better in that like i said that daily same schedule and so all of this is not hear me ahead all of this is not to say you need to like go spend three hours today looking up your astrology looking up your human design looking up the different um cycles I'm not saying that that would be a negative thing to do because I think it is helpful in reinforcing this point. But the, the, the download that I want you to really receive right now, what I really want you to integrate is the truth of you can honor your unique rhythm that we were not designed one size fits all. We were not designed one program fits all as far as you know we were not we were not all designed to wake up at the same time go to bed at the same time work the same amount of hours in the same kind of setting in the same kind of way and we all have our unique flow and what our, our lesson in the miracle mastermind today is from a course in miracles is i am not a victim of the world i see and what we've already been learning thus far is really about how we do not have our best interest in mind and everything is always unfolding based on the highest good for us and the world, right? So if we actually thought about that, if we actually, instead of, instead of shaming ourselves from feeling that inclination to spend more time meditating and journaling in the morning and then being productive let's say you know in a work kind of way from noon to 8 p.m or whatever it is right instead of feeling like oh no i'm gonna push away these natural intuitive pings to do something and force myself to do something counter it so I say this being that one, I mostly work with entrepreneurs. So it is a little bit different if you're in a nine to five, but that does not mean that you can't still honor your own process, right? Because in fact, if you honor your own process, whether you work for yourself, you work for the man, like you are able to be more effective at your job. Right. So when you are honoring, let's say even you have your workload in front of you, but you're, you know, in the morning, you're in more of a creative brainstorming capacity. So then it's like, okay, like what, you know, how can I utilize that? How can I maybe put that to the forefront where I'm focusing on the, I'm creative brainstorming for this first. And then maybe in the afternoon when I'm in more of a like, let me just put on a podcast and get some emails done or whatever, I can take care of this portion of it. Again, the specifics don't quite matter as much as the overall message of being able to truly honor your flow and knowing especially as a woman, it's not going to look the way the world projects the quote-unquote successful right way to do things. And that's just the sad truth right now, is that right now there is a structure for what being a successful person looks like. There is a uh, uh, kind of like a collective consciousness. This is how being. This is what productive is, right? Meditating and journaling in the park is not in under the productive category for a lot of our society, right? It's like, well, how many emails did you send today? How many new projects did you pitch today? And I'm not saying that any of that is bad. In fact, that stuff is very, very necessary. And we're not meant to live solely in, you know, the spiritual realm. We're here on Earth, so we have Earth things to do. We have Earth lessons to do. Um, and that is why I believe in a lot of the practicality. And I do believe in prioritization. I do believe in having the game plan and getting into action. But within that, we create so much more momentum and have so much less resistance when we honor our unique flow. 
And so that doesn't mean to be undisciplined with what you have to get done or what you, you know, what your priorities are. But it does mean honoring what works for you and what you're naturally guided towards because those nudges are not an accident. And I think, you know, it kind of goes back to when in Eat With Intention, I have this whole chapter on being a food detective, right? And it's like, okay, forget everything you learned about nutrition, um, whether it was in books or in school or whatever. And now become your own detective and start recognizing how does it feel when I eat this? Okay, well, you know, if the world is on a no carb craze and you eat oatmeal in the morning and you feel like frippin' superwoman, that's great. Eat your oatmeal in the morning. That's a thumbs up for you. If the world is saying, you know, paleo, keto, or whatever is the way to go, and you're eating like eggs, avocado, or whatever, and bacon in the morning, and you're feeling like crap, and you have no energy for the day, okay, maybe that's not your formula. Maybe that's not working for you. Maybe it's not working for you today. Even going back to, again, because we shift biologically in different parts of our cycle, and then we also, from astrology, also know that we're always dealing with different energetic influences. And then on top of that, we also have our own divine path. So I know this might feel, you know, kind of overwhelming and like there's just a lot of stuff going on and there's all these things you could know and there's all these different ways you can hack yourself. And I do, you know, that's something that I do enjoy helping clients with is kind of, you know, uh, knowing who they are and rigging themselves according, accordingly. But for you, the one thing I want you to integrate right now, the one thing I really want you to own is honoring your unique rhythm, allowing yourself to step out of the shame or guilt that you feel based on an old paradigm methodology of how something should look and embrace your unique process because we all have our unique process. And what happens is when we realize that, like we're all the same in, and we're all different. I'm no more unique than you. You're no more unique than me. And we are the same. We are one in our uniqueness, if you follow me here. And the problem is, is that, or the situation is why a lot of us get tripped up, why a lot of us feel like we're failing or we're feeling exhausted all the time or we're feeling like we're, you know, uh, pushing our head against a wall, so to speak, that we are trying to fit our beautiful, unique blueprint into a one-size-fits-all mode. And so your homework <laughs> from listening to this podcast is one, calling yourself out on the times you're trying to resist or shame or guilt yourself instead of leaning into your urge. And so Thinking about it this way, when we have, one of the, one of the examples that happened with my client this morning was she was telling me how she's having a funky weekend and she couldn't sleep one night and she got the hit to channel her father, who had passed. And so she started channeling him and got some clarity around that with him felt a little bit better. And then from that place was like, let me re-listen to one of Cass's podcasts because that's going to help me, right? And so her funk actually was guidance to helping her pick up these new tools and wisdom. And so often, because again, society says, well, if you're having trouble sleeping or if you're feeling a little funky, you know, 
that's a negative, you're doing something wrong, right? The resistant version of that could have been, well, I'm just going to take a sleeping pill and go to bed. I'm going to force myself to go to bed. I'm just going to, you know, whatever, right? I'm going to force myself to do the thing. And instead, she followed the ping to move her through her discomfort and learn tools. Because she was like, okay, on some level, this is coming up for a reason. Let me, what do, what do I think I need to do next? Right? And so, again, another example that I had given to my mastermind was when in my early start of my career, there had been times where, like, I would have a bunch of things I had to do. And, of course, once again, like we said, we're living in the world. We're living in Earth. So when you have, like, deadlines, when you... You know, when you actually have to send that email today, when you have to do that, then you have to do that, right? But when you have a little bit more flexibility where let's say that project isn't due till the end of the week or you don't necessarily have to do that update today, right? And you're feeling that urge that says, you know what? I'm feeling, you know, kind of cloudy around this. Why don't I should go to breath work? Or I'm feeling a little cloudy on this. I think I should take a walk for an hour. Let me eat lunch outside, right? When we honor that, what happens? Oftentimes what happens is we get a different idea and we have a different approach and now we're taking a completely different approach to that. We have a perspective shift. We ask for the miracle. We say, you know what? I don't know what's going on. I'm feeling a little muddy around, let's say, this website update and I'm feeling really called right now to just spend some time by the ocean. Let me go grab my lunch and sit by the ocean for an hour and see what comes of that. Right, And then we do that, and I've had those moments so many times now that I don't fight them because I used to fight them in the early part of my career. I'd be like, no, you said you were going to do this. You have to do this today, even if the only person enforcing that was myself, right? And what I found out is when I just said, oh, you know what? I'm going to follow the surge. I'm going to literally go. This was one of mine that I get a lot. Just go into the ocean, have lunch, stare at the waves for an hour, is that after that hour, I'm not only back, but I have vigor, I have clarity, and I have momentum towards what I want to do because I've actually honored my unique process and my unique flow. And so instead of, you know, following necessarily some mythology that said, well, you know, you get an hour for lunch and you can't go anywhere because you have to get back to this or whatever, right? I honor that process. And so I think that even happens to us when we go through these phases where we're reinventing ourselves or we're, you know, we're in the messy middle, I like to call it, where we're like not, you know, we're not quite where we were, but we're not quite where we're at. And we get so mad at ourselves because our society rewards the end result. Our society rewards, you know, progress for the sake of progress. Our society rewards achievement for the sake of achievement. And instead of honoring the flow, instead of honoring the process. So we don't honor our unique process enough. And so if you're listening to this today, I know it found you for a reason. And um, some actionables I just want you to think of as you move forward is as you go throughout your day, how can you write down, can you write down the non-negotiables that you absolutely have to get done that day? And I'm talking about in reality, like the real, real non-negotiables, like you cannot not do these, right? And then the items that you want to do that day that feel inspired, keep this list small, five, seven, not not like 25 things, right? Like don't set yourself up for failure. That's a whole other podcast about productivity. But from that space, then can you actually show up and can you be a detective at finding your own flow and rhythm? Can you start to, can every day you show up to, to say, yes, okay, these are the things I'm, I'm, you know, I'm moving the ball on today. But also, okay, if I'm in my, if I'm in a phase of my cycle that is warranting a little bit more sleep, I can allow myself to sleep in. And okay, so what does that look like? If I'm in a more extroverted phase, or if I'm feeling, okay, so then what's a more productive thing to do today? Right? And then honoring our unique 
you know, our unique dispositions, it's kind of like that, okay, well, maybe it wasn't on your agenda to write out that book outline or whatever, but you got, you know, something inspired it and now go with that flow. You know, so often we cut ourselves off from our unique flow and our unique momentum because we're trying to fit into someone else's structure of how it's supposed to work. And we all have, and once again, I said when you, if you know your astrology and you know your human design and you know there's all sorts of different things like anagrams, all different kinds of tests you can take to know yourself, what they all really are doing is helping you embrace your unique flow. It's, you know, if you look up your human design, not many people are surprised when they hear, oh, this is how your energy works, because they've already been experiencing their energy working in that way for a while, right? But it gives them now permission to accept that this is how their energy works, right? And so, so I want you if you're up for it, to do a little journaling after this podcast. I want you to write out, if you were, if you were explaining to, let's say, someone else, maybe it's like a dream employer that's like, pretty much let me know how you work, what works best for you, right? Or maybe you were just giving, you know, maybe you just had to explain it to your team, right, if you're an entrepreneur. I want you to write out what you know to be true about yourself without judgment. So things like, things I know to be true about myself, just some examples. I love sleep. I am relatively useless on low sleep, right? I need to meditate every day. I get my best ideas from meditation. When I'm inspired, I will literally bulldoze anything that's on my schedule to get into action for it because it's my highest priority. I work in very aggressive spurts and then very hermit-like phases. I'm not someone that can be on all day. I need, um, trying to think. I'm someone that needs like constant hydration. <laughs> these are like little things, but like go through these things. Okay, how do you work? How do you work best? I work best in having smaller meals instead of larger meals because larger meals will make me feel heavy, will give me brain fog and will make me wanna fall asleep. I'll lose momentum that way. I work better, like I said, when I get the, when I'm in a funk or when I'm in a, um, cloudy space or an overwhelmed space, I find clarity in fresh air and nature, whether that's a walk, whether that's a park, whether that's a beach, I need to get outside. I need to change my environment, right? I work better at certain things in the morning than I do at night. And that's changed over the years as well. I used to be such a night owl. I used to be so good at working at night. Now I cannot put anything important for after dinner. It just doesn't happen anymore. So I want you to write out that list for yourself. I want you to just fully own it. Like own these rhythms about you and forget what you think you should do. Forget what time you think you should wake up at. Forget how much you think, you know, I work better working on like one project a day. So having like, if my one project is like videos and podcasting or whatnot, like doing that, doing it excellently, doing a couple of them, and then having that be the only project. I don't work well switching between five different projects. Some people thrive on switching between having like an hour in the morning where they do this and two hours where they do this and then taking a lunch break and then doing that. Some people thrive on that and that's perfect. So I want you to actually take some time to journal about unapologetically, what are the things you know about yourself? Because here is the thing, you know, when we go outside of ourselves and we look at the human design and we look at all this other stuff, it's just reinforcing things we already know. And so absolutely, like I said, there's, I think it's a fun resource. I think it's great confirmation. But I want you to own 
that you have your own unique flow. Your biggest life and business and success hack is honoring those things. The best way for you to have a quantum shift, the best way for you to get into momentum, and this has been one of the biggest things because what I found early on, early, early on, I've been working with female entrepreneurs for a while in my coaching business. And what I discovered early on was sabotaging so many of them was, and sabotaging their health, their well-being, and their finances and the success of their business was that they were operating their entrepreneurial business the way they did their nine-to-five job before it. And I had an advantage in this in that I never had a nine-to-five job. So I always kind of had to develop my own rhythm, even if I was working part-time jobs or whatnot, right? And, but regardless, what happens is you can even, I even had a period where literally I tried to do that for myself. I was like, I need to create a nine-to-five schedule. I need to make it, you know, feel like a real job or whatever, right? And it totally backfired because that is not how my energy flows. And again, what is the biggest success hack, the biggest life hack is to honor your own unique energy, rhythm, and flow. And so, like I said, that's what your assignment is. I want you to get really clear. And then I want you to ask yourself, after you write all that down, how can I run my day better to accommodate for that? Or how can I honor it? Like, listen, it's not every single day I'm going to you know, on a nature walk or going to the beach or whatever. But maybe for me, what that is, is whenever that desire does come up, I give myself enough space to be able to do that. And part of my, you know, um, inspiration needs is to give myself, I, I start every day with a very, a small list of things I need to do. And and then any like absolutely urgent like things I have to get done today, right? And that's not based on me. That's based on like obligations, like commitments, right? So I said I was going to send an email reminder for this. So I'm going to, I said I was going to be on a call. So I'm going to be on the call, right? So I have those non-negotiables. And then I always have that space for if the inspiration hits, I can give something that extra hour or two. I can go into that. I can top on the podcast like I'm doing this morning and say, hey, I got a download I want to share with you guys. I can, you know, send my Miracle Mastermind a little note. I create, I can write something or write an outline or do a brainstorming list or whatever it is, right? Because that's a priority for me. I know that part of my energy, the most productive things I do, the most impactful things I do, the best podcasts, the best programs, the best book ideas, whatever it is, right? come from those moments of inspiration where I'm like, I just did that. I need to get on the podcast, right? And that's when it's fire. For me, it doesn't work as well batching out podcasts and having a list of things and just talking about it, right? So I want you to get to know you. And then I want you to really look at how you're running things right now and how you could tweak them even a little to be more in alignment with your own flow. And then added bonus, added bonus homework assignment is how can you start releasing the shame and the guilt you feel in the ways that your unique energy, rhythm, and flow that now that you've written out and you've said, you might even be able to see it, right? Like for me, a big part of shame and guilt is the fact that I need more sleep. I was like, all these entrepreneurs say they only sleep like five hours or they get up at the crack of dawn. And I'm pretty much useless if I do that. And so I was like, how can I release that shame? That that's not my truth. It does not mean I can't be exceptional. It does not mean I can't create massive impact or be incredibly successful or have all my hopes and dreams fulfilled because I don't work on five hours of sleep. You know, and then um, the, the, acknowledgement of as you're realizing that all these things that you've realized about yourself that is your secret success formula the more you can honor that and like I said again we're writing this out as a general thing right now but as a woman we have to honor that you know every you know every several days or so we're entering in different phases of our cycle and 
that's why it and noticing how that affects us right and being able to honor those energies and the astrological energies right where it's not everything is in constant motion right so it's more so you being in the space of being able to honor that flow than it is finding necessarily some sort of program to put yourself on right it's being able to honor okay there are going to be maybe there is going to be a week and maybe you can't even predict it as much as to be like well i know when i'm on my period i'm wanting shorter work days i don't want as intense projects i don't want to be on camera i want to be doing more reading and researching and, and writing or whatnot, right? And so you can plan that. Um, but a lot of it is also going to be you being able to wake up every day and honor the distinct flow of that day and honor what's coming up and trust the lesson from A Course in Miracles that we had today was I'm not a victim of the world I see. And I love this lesson. It's lesson 31 in the book. and essentially what it does is it gives us our power back. And so when I think about, you know, those days and I wake up and I'm like, oh, you know, I really don't, I had it on the list to send all these pitch emails, but you know, what I really feel like I need is um, a longer meditation and some journaling time. And when I'm able to honor that and say, okay, well, if that's what's coming through for me to, to do right now, that's, you know, what ends up usually happening is when I'm able to honor that, I get so many, I get more hits and downloads and clarity that then when I'm sending those pitch emails later on in the day, they're even better, right? Or I get a completely other idea and I'm recording a podcast or pitching something completely different and I get to them tomorrow, right? Because we're all going to have different days. You're going to have days where you're like, oh, I can't wait to just like send out some emails. I'm going to put on some music and that's going to feel really good for you because that's the energy you're in that day. And so... I think we need to, as a society, if we are going to really rise to be the fullest expressions of ourselves, we have to know who we are and know our unique flows and our unique tendencies so that we can rig ourselves for success. And we need to be in that process of releasing the, you know, the external validation of this is the model that exists, because the model that exists is not always the model that works for you. And because so many of the models that exist are based on a more, you know, um, masculine biology, especially as a woman, they won't work for you. And that, you know, that goes for, for everything in our life. It goes for intuitive eating. It goes for relationships. It goes for friendships. It goes for everything, you know, even with friendships. My friendships are so different than a lot of people's, right? If you believe having friends means that you have to text them five times a day and see them once a week or whatever, then, then I wouldn't have a lot of friends. But my energetic relationship with friendships is a little bit different where sometimes we'll be talking more throughout the day other times we won't talk for a few days maybe we'll see each other once a month maybe sometimes we'll see each other three times a week right and we just go with it without judgment and just being like this is the flow this is how it's happening and sometimes you go through periods where you're seeing everybody for a while and other times you go through periods where your work everybody's kind of working in their own little corner and do, dealing with their own little stuff and then you come back together and so much of hacking our life is being able to flow with it, flow with its unique rhythms. And that's another concept from A Course in Miracles is truly understanding that you don't have your best interests in mind, but there's a higher plan that's always working that does so that you can trust okay, if right now I'm mentally, I feel like I want to be in this season of doing X, Y, and Z, but if I'm tuning into the truth of where I'm at right now, I'm not actually there right now energetically. If we honor where we're at, instead of trying to force ourselves to fit into the mold of what we think we should be doing, we actually create exponential yeah. momentum in the, in the direction of our best expansion right of the biggest version of ourselves so i'm giving you permission with this episode to look at your unique rhythms to honor your unique rhythms to rig yourself based on who you are and what works for you 
because we all know those experiences of when you can make more you can get more momentum in maybe like three small tasks that take you an hour to do than you could get in three months of tasks because they were aligned, right? And when we honor our unique rhythm and flow in all of these areas, then we really allow ourselves to release this resistance, create more momentum in alignment, and kind of get to the good stuff faster so to speak, right? Um, so I hope this was helpful. This was just like an intense download that came through that I wanted to share with you. Um, and like I said, if, if overwhelm, if getting really clear on what your next level is and what the next steps are and really having a strategic and spiritual game plan to get there resonates with you, then I highly recommend you fill out this application. One of the reasons I'm very passionate about one-on-one -on -one work um, and is because I truly do believe that we all are, you know, individual in what works for us. And so by working with women one-on-one, -on -one, I'm really able to help them tap into and, and also tap into their unique energy signature and what their, you know, what game plan is actually going to work for them, you know, not just like a once it's five, one size fits all thing, what kind of life and business is really going to work for them, is really going to nourish them, is really going to make them content, fulfilled, joyous. Um, and also similarly, what unique tools do they need based on their rhythm and their flow to help them get out of that overwhelm and get out of that fear and get out of that self-sabotage. So if that's curious to you, check out the link um, in the show notes, fill out that application, and we'll let you know um, what's a great fit for you. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast and you want more, please leave a five-star review, leave a little comment. I realize I've been slipping up about sharing those five-star reviews, so I'm going to get back on that starting next podcast. And I also... Um, encourage you, like I said, screenshot the podcast. Let me know you're listening. I love seeing who's listening um, on Instagram and regramming all of your posts. And let me know if there was like a something that really hit home or something that helps you really integrate this idea today. Um, let me know. I'd love to reshare it um, with my audience on Instagram and spread the news. Let's all just, you know, let's all just rig ourselves for success by honoring our unique flow. <laughs> Have a good day. See you next time on Divine Downloads.